0: Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about God, peace, and fear. One of the things we hear so much as Christians is that if you don't feel peace, then it might not be God's will. That if you are feeling fear or anxiety, then it might be a sign something's wrong. And I think this is one of the biggest myths that can exist within Christian culture. Um, And I want you obviously to spend some time reflecting and identify what feels true for you and your faith. But today I want to open your mind up to the idea that it's possible fear and God's will not only can coexist but very often can go hand in hand. So before you automatically assume that uh, this is crazy and not true, like just just hear me out here. And again, obviously you pray and decide what feels true for you. But I want to just offer you a few thoughts today. Um, But before we get into it, we do have a listener shout out. So this one is from Jess919919. Or some combination of nines and ones. <laughs> but she wrote, I've been looking for anxiety podcasts forever and couldn't find one that fits me. I listened to one episode and I cannot wait to listen to more. I'm so excited. Thank you, Jess, for that review. And I love that when you find a new podcast and immediately you're like, yes, this is what I need. This is, this describes me. Um, I think often it can be easy to just to feel like that about Finding the term relationship anxiety in general is just such a freeing thing. Maybe nothing's really wrong with me. And maybe I'm not so alone and other people experience the same thing. So, so excited you're here and you found the podcast. Welcome. All right. So, let's dive in. And I want to share some examples and stories in the scriptures I'm going to talk through with you guys. Um, First is just the scripture in 2 Timothy 1 7. It says, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So often I hear people talking about how they're like, I'm just, I keep having these doubts. I can't shake this feeling. Like, what if this is God? Like, and often this feeling is very intense it's very overwhelming um there is a panicked energy with it and i just think it's so interesting to hear that and again i totally relate to I remember really like thinking and worrying about this but when we're asking like what if this is god there is a lot of fear behind it and we see that God doesn't give us fear. That's, that is just part of us as humans. As flawed human beings trying to survive and keep ourselves alive on this mortal earth, we experience fear. It's part of being human. Um, it's not what God is giving to us. God does give us power and peace and a sound mind. So when you notice your mind is very chaotic, it's very loud, there's lots of what-ifs, that is not God. And it's so interesting to me because we often think like, okay, well, if I'm having these doubts and these fears, it must be from God. God's trying to tell me something, but yet we look at the nature of the thoughts, we look at the nature of the emotions, and it's so steeped in fear which God doesn't give us. But now on the flip side, we might think, okay, but I'm not feeling peace. I should be feeling peace. That must mean it's not God's will. And peace is something that is so quiet and often hard to access. Again, just much like intuition, feeling peace, hearing God's voice is going to be very quiet compared to the loud noisiness of our mind and our fear. So, just because you are experiencing fear, one, is knowing, yeah, God didn't give that to you. And two, just because you're experiencing it, doesn't mean whatever you're doing is contrary to God's will. So, first example I want to talk about is Esther. In the story of Esther, Mordecai tells Esther, Hey, Haman's trying to kill our people. He's, he has an order to kill the Jews. And tells her, you know, like, please, you know, like, tries to get her to do something about it. And her initial reaction is, hey, if I go to the king, then I could be killed. I could be harmed um, because I'm, it's against the law. I'm not allowed to approach him. So essentially what she was telling him is like, I could get hurt. And that obviously is very scary, right? If she's to go put herself out there to protect her people, that she herself could die. And that was her initial reaction was that fear. But then ultimately turns to faith and decides to take that risk, decides to do it anyway and ask for prayers and asks for the support and fasting of the Jews to help give her the courage to bless her and protect her as she as she goes and approaches the king. And she also knows she recognizes and um, this scripture says, so I will go into the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So she basically realizes, like, yeah, this this thing about to do, like, I could die, right? And deciding to do it anyways. And she doesn't know what's going to happen. She doesn't know that her people are going to be saved. So she's taking on this risk. And I think that's very natural and very human to feel fear doing something scary. God didn't give her this reassurance of saying, you're going to be protected. Everything's going to be fine. He didn't give her that guarantee and she chose to act out of faith anyway. She chose to take that leap with not knowing. And so I think about that so often in our relationships where, again, we're looking for fear to be gone and we're looking for God to give us this guarantee. We're wanting him to guarantee our relationship is going to turn out a certain way, that we will never be heartbroken, that we will never be divorced, that... um that we'll just be perfectly happy in the future. And we're wanting that guarantee from God before we take that risk, before we take that leap of faith. But so often the leap of faith comes first, that we have to be willing to act out of faith and trusting God will take care of us without necessarily getting that absolute 100% guarantee of how our future is going to turn out. And ultimately that's what faith is. Faith isn't this absolute knowing. If we had that, then we would we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be human. We would be like God. We would know everything. But we're not. We're imperfect. We're human. And we are asked to have faith, which means you don't know everything, but you choose to trust and believe anyways. Okay the next story that I thought of was Moses. So when Moses saw the burning bush and he was asked by God telling him, go to Pharaoh, go free my people. And you're going to go do all these miracles, right? God tells him this great work that he wanted to do through him. And Moses's first reaction was, who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he later says that he is slow to speech, that he is not eloquent. So his first reaction when God is telling him to do something is not peace. It's actually fear and self-doubt. That's what we see. We see a lot of doubt. He's questioning his own ability and why God would choose him to do this thing and that he that someone else would be better at it. Um, and so I love this example of, again, there is doubt. There is uncertainty. He's not sure of what God's asking him to do, even though, It's God's will for him to go. He doesn't have this overwhelming peace. He feels unsure. Okay, so next example is our Christmas one. (laughs) Uh, Reading these verses just makes me already so excited for Christmas. (laughs) I'm like, it's still September. Um, And also baby's first Christmas. How fun is that? (laughs) But when Jesus was born the angels appeared to shepherds. And it says in Luke 2, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their fields by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So, the very first thing, they see an angel, right? They see this angel in heaven coming with this amazing, such good news. And what is their first reaction? They are sore afraid. There was not this overwhelming sense of peace, of peace. Jesus is here. No, they were, they were terrified. They were freaked out that they were seeing an angel. And we see here also where that fear isn't coming from God, right? The angel is telling them, don't fear. Like, I have good news for you. This is a joyful thing. So again, another example of the human nature, even when something aligns with what God wants, is to feel fear. Something is new and scary. And similarly, we see a very similar story when Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb and sees um, that it's empty and there's an angel. And the very first thing the angel says is, fear not. So we see God, we see these heavenly messengers asking us to not fear, but yet these imperfect humans with a fearful reaction. And the last story I want to end with, I think, which is probably one that is near and dear to many hearts, um, is the story of Peter walking on the water. Um, First, all the disciples were in a boat, and they see Christ coming. So it says, and when the disciples saw him on the sea, they were troubled and said, it's the spirit, and they cried out for fear. So... All of the disciples, literally seeing Jesus himself walking on the water, did not find joy or peace. They actually were afraid. They felt afraid seeing him. And then Jesus comforts them. He says, But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him, saying, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come out onto the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down from the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. So they have this initial reaction. They're scared. And then Peter says, hey, Lord, let me come to you. And he walked on water. He did this incredible miracle right through Christ, walked on water. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and being beginning to sink he cried saying lord save me and immediately jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him o thou of little faith wherefore didst thou doubt and again we see peter experienced fear even in the presence of christ christ didn't give him that fear he had fear because he was looking at the storm. He had fear because he was looking at the things that seemed so scary and terrifying to him. And I really think of this when, you know, we have, I think, these righteous and good desires to, to further a relationship, to get married, to have a family. You know, many of us do. But we look at the storm We see the heartache, we see the divorce, we see um, so many other people unfulfilled in their relationships, and it brings so much fear. And again, not because that is what Christ or God is trying to get us to feel or how they communicate with us, but because... We live in this imperfect world that has pain. But I believe that, that through our relationship with Christ, through um, focusing on our faith rather than our fears, that the fear may still be there, but there can be that tiny thread of hope that might seem almost invisible to us in moments where the storm is so loud and scary to us and one last thing I want to offer you guys is I think when I hear scriptures about do not fear not I remember I used to be really hard on myself of look I'm being told not to fear and that means I'm doing something wrong by letting myself fear and uh, as I say that I don't believe fear is from God, and I think these thoughts and um, feelings aren't something God's giving us. I think on the flip side, we can hear scriptures of fear not and be like, okay, well, I'm doing something wrong. I'm failing God by allowing myself to feel and indulge in and have these fears. And the last thing I want to offer you guys is that it is so natural and normal and human to have fear, and. I believe God gets that and he knows that. I think it's part of the way our bodies and minds were imperfectly designed and part of his perfect plan. And so when he says fear not, it's God offering peace to us. It's, he's saying, I know you're afraid and it's going to be okay. You don't have a need to fear. So I would love to hear, after you guys have listened, other kind of some of your thoughts or other moments in the scriptures where you can maybe see times of fear being there, even when something is good before God. So um you can DM me at MikkelChristian if you have any thoughts or ideas. I'd love to hear. And you guys have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.